Okay, hi, this is Chelsea, and you are listening to Foot of the Cross. Amen. I'm totally feeling the spirit right now, and this is why, because I have been away for a while, and I'm not going to lie, it was not for good reasons. I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, People pushed me over the edge. I, I finally hit a wall. I finally went speechless and hello um I can talk up a storm everybody knows that till I'm blue in the face until they're blue in the face fixing to punch me in the face because <laughs> I won't shut up so I was definitely you know I guess instead of expressing I was repressing and All that energy, that negative energy was just going in, and it was staying in. And when that negative energy has nowhere to go, what happens, you know? Well, I'll tell you what happens. We get depressed. We start eating bad foods. I know I did. I had a crap load of freaking chocolate chip ice cream, and you might say, hey, that sounds good. Well, uh, one bowl maybe. Anyway, um, and I didn't go through a breakup, but I will tell you something, though. You know, as y'all know, um, a little tiny bit over a year ago, I, well, actually, I don't even think it's been a year. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) now it has. Has been a year. Um, as y'all know, you know, a year ago, I lost my fiance to a horrible motorcycle car accident. Um, motorcycle car accident. Wow. Uh, it's just weird to say, you know, motorcycle accident. And, um, it was two miles from home, which they all, they say, you know, the worst case scenarios when it comes to car accidents always happen close to home. And I've always wondered why that is. I think the devil really enjoys it. I think he gets a really big kick out of it. You know, it's like, I remember the exact moment that his phone went dead. And it took me to his voicemail. So much. Already starting to cry because I have not, I haven't been talking about it, and it has nothing to do with not being over him, you know, because the part of me will never be over him. I was gonna marry him for God's sake, you know. Um. It didn't take too long for me to want to, but uh, but I was gonna marry him. But um, I remember that day so perfectly because he was supposed to take me to go dose at the methadone clinic, and. I knew that they closed at 10.30 that day. 
when he when I wasn't living at his place, he was living at mine. So he had my phone on him too, my cell phone, which got busted up in the wreck. So the officer asked me if I wanted it to get it fixed. I said, I don't want it. I don't. I said, I'll, I'll die. Just, just keep it, please. I don't want to see anything that was, that was on there right before the wreck. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want. I don't know what I want. Is that okay to say? At 35, that you don't know what you want? I mean, is that okay? How do you know when it's okay? I mean, is it okay when you have a lot of money in the bank and you're reassured that if you lose your mind or go bonkers, you're financially taken care of? Or is it okay when you know that your parents have money in their bank account so that if you go bunkers, they're taken care of. It's just, there's so many things on on the line. If, if I drop the ball, I mean, I've got two kids, you know, and I have two amazing kids, and I love them so much. I don't know what I would do if I lost either one of them, and I can only imagine what his family must have went through, you know? But uh, he was late picking me up, and I remember saying, I'm going to kill that son bitch. I have to laugh that off because, you know, you and I both know that I didn't mean it. I mean, I didn't. So, I got in the car with my mom. And she said, come on, baby, we're going to be late. Traffic came to a halt almost immediately. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, I remember saying, "Oh, mom, we've got to pray for that person. I really hope that they're okay." I wasn't even thinking that it could have possibly been my man. I mean, because my man. My man, my asshole, he was late, so there was no way he was, there was no way he was on that ground. Do you understand? There was just no way. Some cars were turning right, and on Highway 69, you can go straight, which is where we needed to go in order to get to the methadone clinic, or you can take a right, and it takes you onto Highway 43, which will cross over Highway 82 and still take you downtown 69. So, you know, um, 
it, it would just be a little bit of a backpedal. So we took the right, and it was by the grace of God that the police were letting us take a right to get on Mittlery and cut over to 43 to get back to 69 further down the road because if I had seen him laying there, I think I seriously... There's, how, how do they know that 72 hours is a perfect number for being in a crazy house? I mean, what is that? Like, is that, a, is that long enough? Like, if you, if you need a nap or sedation, is that long enough? I mean... Uh, or if you have a breakdown, does it start and that clock sets 72 hours and at the end of that 72 hours is the breakdown over? Because nobody gives you instructions on these things, but the doctors sure as shit, they seem to know what they're doing. So please enlighten me because I really don't think that most of them Actually, no, I think they're just guessing at their best. And they're going, you know what? I would just go with your gut. And I'm like, well, you know what my gut's telling me? That somebody I love very much just died and I want to jump off of the cliff. So should I do that? Is that what's happening right now? Is that what you're telling me to do? Because I have two kids to live and I need to make it for them. <sighs> it was hard. It was really hard. And meanwhile, while I'm going through this, I had two stalkers. Stalkers, one maybe, but I'm going to guess two. I don't like assuming things, so I'm I'm just letting you know I don't know for sure. Assuming something would just be flat out, you know, almost a lie, really, especially if you tell it like you know, you know. I hate when someone assumes something and then they tell it like a bedtime story, and it's like, unless you know, don't say it, you know. But, uh, apparently somebody was listening to my podcast, and I guess they got offended at first, maybe. I don't know what sparked it off or made fireworks go off inside her head. I see I've already said her. Darn it, I didn't want to include anything personal so I apologize for that but anyway the I'm just gonna get to the point the fact is that they were so focused and I guess my story was similar to somebody that she knew or was related to because she thought that I was talking about that person and her and that person 
um, called me and verbally attacked me and, um, verbally assaulted me on a text, and I don't mean to sound like a crybaby, I just don't know what to call it, you know, um, they harassed me, you know, and, and, uh, they, they said some pretty mean things, you know, my daughter, for her first dance, you know, that's, that's a, 16-year-old girl at the time, I let her get her first short, short dress because it was in a prom where you wear a long dress. It was a time where girls didn't have to wear the two inches below the knees because it was a school day. It was a time for having fun and a time for showing those legs off and showing what your mama gave you. I'm a Christian. And if I thought for a second at all that my spirit had any problems with that, I wouldn't have let her wear it. But she attacked my daughter through me by saying that I dressed my daughter like a whore. And then she actually said, but I guess it takes one to know one, like mother, like daughter. And that just, oh my goodness. And then eventually I laughed one day because I'm like, oh, and because I had to find something funny about it. You can't blame me. I mean, I was depressed because these were people that I always loved and considered close or considered them as loving people that, I cared for, loved, and prayed for, and I actually still do, and I forgive them, but it was a trying time for me, so this is going on, and I was sitting there, and I think about it, and I'm like, you know what, the joke's on them, because I made a lot of money whenever they listened to one of my shows, um, thinking that I was talking about what somebody they knew, so... Thanks, <laughs> haters, you know. So yeah, I started texting anybody that hates me or loves me, li listen to me because you're helping me pay the bills. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, uh, but, I, but I'm back and I, I'm doing better. Um, something recent, uh, caused me to lose my phone, which is why I haven't even come close to doing a podcast, but even before then, I'll be honest, I just put the phone down, and I stopped doing podcasts completely, and um, I remember my last one being real short, and the one before that, I just sounded very depressed. And I wish I deleted it, but, you know, I, I told myself at the beginning, if I'm going to do this, there's not going to be, I'm going to sort of show y'all who I am. There's not going to be, I'm going to sort of be this person and sort of be that person. I told and promised myself and God that if I was going to do a Christian socialite podcast that I was going to be completely honest with you guys. 
So I was in a bad place. And um, there was a couple times where I did a podcast while I was on my Xanax. And I didn't take too many or anything like that. But I'm really sorry. You know, if the, if any of you thought that I was messed up or something, please, please forgive me. Because it just broke my heart, you know, when I listened to myself slur my words for all of you to hear. And I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Because all I want to do is be a good example of people. And it just seems like. Every time I think God has a plan for me, and I'm not trying to make it all about me, I'm not. It just, it feels like everyone in my life goes away, and I'm just waiting for something to stick, you know, and um, for a while, I had this show, so... In a way, you guys, my audience, y'all were my, my, y'all were what I cling to. Y'all helped me more than I helped y'all probably, because you guys were my outlet. Being able to do this and share the um, harsh to good experiences of my life with you guys has been a blessing in itself, and I'm sorry that I stopped, but I had to for a minute, I really had to, I was angry, I was, I was losing it, you know, between my fiance dying, and then, those attacks, you know, Biggest in my podcast. Um, I just, I don't know. And it's not so much that I care about what people think because that's actually been something that's, that always, like, starstruck people about me was I could walk in anywhere and be kind of like a chameleon. I fit in wherever I went, you know? But on the other hand, though, I learned how to manipulate at an early age, so that whole chameleon thing, I could be, I had a, I could be this person over here and be that person over there, and throughout my life, I was in situations where I did have to be this person for this person, and I had to be this other person for this person, and whether they knew it or not, you know, um, I had to be that kind of person, whoever that might have been at that moment for them, or they would have dropped me, you know, and that's just so sad, because you know what I should have done? I should have dropped them if they couldn't like me for my real self. I should have dropped them, and I wish to God Somebody could have taught me that a long time ago because maybe I would have grown up a lot sooner. And maybe, you know, I'm not saying I wouldn't have had my kids because if anything, they saved me. 
I mean, the things I've been through, I absolutely could have overdosed and died, you know, and they saved me. They saved me because I, I wanted to continue living because of my children. They gave me a reason to stay, you know, and it just... So, I'm going to be real with you guys, and I just, I want you to know that I love you all, and I hope that you do tune in, and um, I don't want your phone number so that we can have phone sex. I don't want, excuse my language, your dick pictures or vagina pictures. I don't want to chat you up, but if you need to be prayed for if you have a loved one and you want them to be prayed for please message me and we can talk or if you're struggling in your life right now I am all ears and I'm a very good listener but you have to know something about me though if you're gonna complain and tell me what's going on with you you're going to learn that you got to, to, to be able to get, you got to give sometimes. You got to be honest and upfront with me. You know, you got to be real. And this isn't, help is not really something you can fake your way through. I know a lot of kids that probably got on Adderall when they shouldn't have been because they, made their doctors think that they had ADD and said, okay, let's go. And mom's like, are you sure you want to be on 60 milligrams of Adderall? And the kid's like, well, mom, you couldn't be in there with me. But he said, my ADD was really bad. Oh, it was? Yeah, mom, I've got to come here. And then bam. You know, he started turning to meth, and next thing you know, he, he's a total tweaker. And um, we just don't really know what's going on with somebody sometimes. And for anyone that I've hurt, for anyone that I have called suffer to, I apologize right now. If I've offended any of y'all, I apologize. But I just know that God is going to use me and use this for something totally positive and bring something good out of it. Because um, me and my family could definitely use that. And not only that, but I woke up today, got my new phone, I said, you know what, it's time. It's time I go back on that show, God. And I, not only that, but usually when I was, well, usually when I was doing my podcast, I was reading my Bible, you know, to get my inspiration about what I would talk about or what I would use references from, things like that. But I had to continuously um, take a backpack around with me because whenever I ate, I threw my food up. I threw it up because I wanted to feel something, anything. I wanted to feel pretty. And who feels pretty after putting up their food? 
seven. You just don't know what's going on with somebody. And you think you know what's going on with someone, but you really don't until you do. And it's up to you. Are you going to give that person an ear and be the person that they need you to be right then for them, even if it doesn't help you? Are you going to help them? Because that helping people, that alone does not get you into heaven. But I tell you right now, it will get you your crowns. Okay? God, he ate with the sinners. He fed the poor. He sat with tax frauds, you know, and, and m- money, um, worshippers and and hookers and he allowed them to wash his feet and the Christians are going why Lord are you eating with these people they do all this wrong and they have no right to sit next to you well why he said I am no different than them well of course you are you're God no you silly man we are all born with sin and it's through the father that we Get cleansed, baptized, and ask for forgiveness. And then we give ourselves to God. And we walk side by side. I loved it when my mom, she got this saying, it's supposed to be like Jesus' um, footsteps. And anyway... I know that it's 2.18 in the morning, and I really hope that when you do listen to this, you don't think I'm some crazy psycho, but that's what's been going on with me. So if you feel like you need to pray, or if you want to be prayed for, please message me. Let me know your story. Be heard. Do a live show with me. I'm here. I am not doing this for the money, I tell you that right now. And I'm certainly not doing it to be famous. <laughs> but um, anyway, I love all of you. All of us are God's children. I mean, why not? You know, why is there so much hate in the world? So anyway, God bless. Have a beautiful day tomorrow. Till next time on Foot of the Cross, this is Chelsea Hallow. I love you guys. Good night.